And we're going to be talking to Anthony Way just now. Anthony is a resident at the National Theatre in London and had his play 2,000 Feet Away, produced at the Belvoir Street Theatre in Sydney and the Bush Theatre in London. He's the playwright of the highly anticipated Malthouse Theatre production Edward II, uh, and we're lucky enough to be speaking with him on the phone. Welcome, Anthony. Thanks. Good to be here. Um, for people out there not familiar with Edward II, can you tease us just a little bit about the plot uh, of the play? Yeah, it was um, originally... Um it's obviously based loosely on on the the real story of the of the medieval king uh, Edward II, um, and uh, it was originally a play by Marlowe, uh, Christopher Marlowe. He wrote it in uh, I think 1590. Uh, uh, he was a contemporary of Shakespeare's, and um, the story involves um, his love affair with a young knight called Piers Gaveston, and how that um, that love affair uh, really caused uh, a civil war in England and, and complications in, in a war with France and a war with um, with Scotland, and and very famously. Uh, he, he, he dies in a very famous way at the end of the play. So, um, yeah. I'll, Don't I'll, give I'll too much away. away. That's good. That's good. I won't. I won't. <laughs> um, I'll do my best. Yeah. What, makes, what makes this play? I mean, it does sound very... A lot, lot of intrigue, a lot of, uh, lot of mm. plots. Uh, but what makes it good for adaptation to the uh, 21st century? It's, I think, a couple of things. It's really, it's really rich plot. Like, it's a hugely kind of uh, involved plot with kind of wars and this love affair and this... Um, banishment of the lover and then the lover returns and uh, burned queen. I mean, it's really full and kind of a really mm. rich um, plot point. Um, and also, I think there's a thing that makes it terrifically contemporaneous, which is that um, it's about a love affair, essentially, between two men. Uh, and there's Definitely. something really unremarkable about that in the play, in the Marlowe original, and Luckily, there's something really unremarkable about that today. Um, so, um, in the West, particularly. So, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. All oh, right. Um, so, you said you, you were talking about the, the richest of the plot. So, is it? Is it? Would you say it's very much um, driven by human choices? That seemed you were sort of describing a bit of like the bit of flip flopping in the um, in the romance yeah. or the attraction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that, that's really what we've tried to do in this because we've um, Matt Lutton, the director at Mulhouse, and and myself have tried to to make a piece of work that's feels very contemporary, um, and but that resonates with the, the Elizabethan original and that is also full of kind of psychological truths, you know. I think there's something very... Edward um, himself is a very um, obsessive, really driven by his love for um, for his uh, for his love appears, uh, and that costs them both dearly. But, um, you know, something feels very contemporary about that type of love. Um, a little bit of a more technical question, uh, but when, when you're writing, how do you sort of mm. get your words onto the page? Like, have you developed over, you, over your career <coughs> any tricks mm. or habits that help you to sort of sit down and really produce some work? Yeah, I know, that's a good question. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm very interested in <laughs> Some days it works, some days it doesn't. Yeah. You just got to you got to turn up to the desk. It's just like it's you know I try to write nine to five. I write in an office. So I like to leave the house with all the other normal uh, yeah, people yeah, yeah. Um, and travel to work and so write in an space. office. Yeah, and the, and you, you you know you show up to the desk and it's it's really hard. It's really really <laughs> hard. There's no easy way to do it. Yeah, there's That's really what I was afraid no easy of. <laughs> way. Yeah, I know. You, I'm always looking for a, you know maybe this will be the kind of thing. Sometimes I've had to kind of set an alarm and I've thought you know if I can just write for 25 minutes then that'll be enough today, you know? And so I set an alarm for 25 minutes and I write for 25 minutes and I take a break for five and I think, okay, maybe I can write for another 25. I mean, it's, ah, you know... yeah, it's you set yourself a little, little bounce, little yeah, splits. Yeah, 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 that's exactly it, yeah. But, um, but that's, that's, how I tr- that's how I try and work. And plus, I, I respond pretty well to deadlines, so a lot of the work that I have... All of the work I have. I'm afraid that's um, something we can't share, line. but... Uh... <laughs> yeah. Mm. Uh, is, is it any different doing an adaptation as opposed to, like, an original work? Kind of 
Yeah, yeah, it's a really good question. Like, um, adaptation is great because you sort of feel like you're having conversation with the original author. And so in a way that kind of helps you. It's like almost they're holding your hand. And even though the work that we've created here, whatever the second, is very, very different from the Marlowe, it kind of resonates with it. And it sort of has a whiff of the original. And I find that really helpful if I'm ever in doubt or if I'm ever need some direction, I just kind of return to the original and see how I can be helped by that, by that, um, by that playwright. So, but even in my original work, I tend to always be speaking to another text. So I've got it there next to me as a way of kind of helping me to think about the new work. Um, you feel less alone that way, I think. You feel like you're kind of writing in concert with another writer, even if you're writing across time and space. Mm. Um, not sure if that makes any sense. No, but definitely, <laughs> definitely. It's uh, more of a collaboration than a, than a you mm. have to make everything from scratch. But there's Drag still it up to go your, yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. exactly right. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. definitely. And I know with, um, with Adapting Mala, you, you, chose, uh, you chose not to use the Elizabethan language. Was, um, yes. was, that, a, was that a very early choice you made? Yep. It, it was, and I think a very important one. The fact of the matter is, if you're going to use Elizabethan language, you may as well just do the original. So we tried to really stay away from poetry, even though it's very, very beautiful, um, and stay away from that lush language. And we've created a language, um, Edward II of the Malthouse, which is very sparse and very, very plain and very contemporary. Um, and um, that feels really right. We've created a new piece of work. Um, otherwise, just do the original, you know? Right. And um, and when you say very, like, how, how contemporary are we talking, I guess, if you could, like, any examples you feel you, uh, you want to share like, without like, giving too much away yeah. <laughs> like super contemporary like mm. people speak the way the way we're speaking right now so it's 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 set in a world which i think um smacks a little bit of the medieval world but it's essentially the, the text is very very contemporary which is all the actors are speaking just the way we're speaking right now oh, okay right also oh, smacks a little bit of is it um is the time period even of the piece very very defined or would you say yeah, no it's, no. it's oh, very right. very fluid very, very mm. fluid. Um, uh, Maghal, who's done the design, uh, it's a very, very beautiful design, and it's, but it's really fluid. It's got some influences uh, from medieval, but it's also a lot of contemporary influences as well. That's so interesting. I'm just, that's really fantastic. And as we're going along, I was just wondering if you have a little piece of advice or just a, just a brief thought for younger playwrights or aspiring authors, um, you mm. know, what would that be to, if they wanted to go on, in Australia particularly in this day and age, to be doing something um, like what you're doing now? Uh, see as much stuff as you can, read as much stuff as you can, watch as many films as you can, because that's, you know, that provides the kind of the sea from which you'll be able to draw your ideas and then just write and write and write and write. Like the first few things I wrote were pretty terrible (laughs) (laughs) and still today sometimes, Um, but just uh, keep keep working. But I think the most important thing I think that I did was read a lot of stuff and I saw a lot of stuff. And then every opportunity I had, I got my work on mm. um, so that you can see it. You can see what works. You can see what doesn't work. Um, so even if it's just your mates putting it on in a little wherever, you know, mm. um, in your living room, just <laughs> get stuff on so that you can see what might work. Because playwriting is all about writing for bodies in space. Absolutely. But read and see as much as you can. Fantastic. Did you have anything else you wanted to add, Chris? Oh, yeah, well, I was just going to say, so, so for you, is, um, is uh, getting people to perform your work as you're still, uh, I guess, workshopping quite an integral part of that process? It can be. Not always. Like I've just had a play go on in London, which um, wasn't really workshopped at all. This, we had a couple of days. Um, this, uh, Edward, we had a couple of days late last year just to kind of hear it. Uh, that, can, that can be useful. Sometimes it can be useful. Sometimes, you know, it's just good to kind of write the thing and 
see how it see how it plays. So um, I think it's different for different projects. Right. So yeah, thanks thanks so much for joining us, Anthony. So we're very much looking forward to uh, going the to second, the play. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. which yeah. Um, starting on July 29th. Are you Is nervous? It, yeah. How how are you feeling about approaching? <laughs> um, uh, it's more excited, you know. You feel, yeah. you feel excited. There's much, much more work to do on it, but but it's it's an exciting feeling and and um, and a really great one to be placing some work in front of people and to be offering it. You know, it's a it's a really great feeling. Yeah, definitely. Well, yeah. Com- congratulations as well. On, Thanks uh, so much. Yeah, on the opening night. So it's running until the 21st of August. Make sure you catch it before it goes away, um, as theatre does tend to do. All things <laughs> must come to an end. Which <laughs> is the nature of theatre. Uh, yeah. So thanks so much again, Anthony. Um, And good luck. Good luck. Thanks so much. Great to talk. See you, mate.